Welcome to the Voice of V podcast. This is V, your host. I'm a motivational speaker, a podcaster, an emotional gangster, and a spiritual thug. I created this podcast to share my emotional healing journey so that others could be motivated to go from being victims of circumstance and becoming a badass that has overcome. These are my stories. These are your stories. These are our stories. So join me on this journey as we take back our peace and begin to create a new way of thinking and a new way of life. Hola, hola, mi gente. It's your girl V with another episode. I hope that you have enjoyed your week and hope you had a good weekend. Just a reminder, Mother's Day is coming up, so you got... Um, six days to get something for your moms. All right. So today we're going to continue to talk a little bit about triggers, but we're going to focus in on a specific area. So, but before I get started, I want to introduce my guest for today is Miss Deborah. Hello, hello. And it's been a long time since Deborah has been on the show before. So we welcome you back, Deborah. Thank you for having me. Thank you for making time to be here. We know you're a busy <laughs> woman tough. with your own projects. Yes. So um, tell me a little bit about that, Deb. Like, um, how is that going? The project, the yes. Hope and Hills? Yes. Um, it consists of four women. Well, tell us, yeah, tell us what Hope. Hope, Hope. and Hills is more like um, we have a YouTube channel. We outreach people. We talk about um, certain topics like shame and... Um, Fear. Yeah, exactly. Fear and all those other topics that everybody goes through. Mm-hmm. And we um, record before um, every Tuesday or Wednesday and we put it on YouTube. So if you want to check us out, it's on YouTube. It's called Hope and Heels. But it's not heels like the high heel. It's like heels, like H-E-A-L-S. Okay. And it's very good. It's Christian-based and uh, it's really, really good. A lot of people, we get a lot of feedback. A lot of people um, feel like they have like a sense of relief that they're not alone that's good yeah so it's really really good so i enjoy it very much and um you know we have to try to make it real we try to make it raw our videos are not always perfect but Mm -hmm. you know that's the whole point we just we don't want to be like like, scripted yeah and flawless you know not flawless i mean it's just gonna be it's very you know just raw we want it to be organic yeah yeah so that's good yeah so so of course that um is what voice of v is about we always talk about healing trauma and then of course we have fun along the way we don't keep it 
um, serious all the time because everyday life includes, yeah, trauma is a part of life and healing is a part of life, but there's also the everyday things that we got to deal with and enjoy life while we're healing. So that's good. It's good to know that there are other people out there that are like-minded and the whole point of all of us doing this is to make the world a better place starting with ourselves yes so that's good i'm glad that that y'all are still doing that still going strong when did y'all start doing that oh i can't even remember it's been it hasn't been a year maybe uh, probably seven eight months maybe mm-hmm. maybe even shorter than that but that's um, good yeah we have some silly parts too we even have things that probably most christian place you know based they're like uh that's mm-hmm. not appropriate sometimes oh. <laughs> but not nothing in a bad way but you know it's just being real like you know it's funny trying to make people laugh because you have to have that that yes. sense of humor that fun you know have fun with it and yep. enjoy it so yeah laughing is a part of your healing process you exactly. have to be able to laugh and there are all kinds of um things that happen in your brain and your heart and your emotions when you laugh so it's something that's good so the power of laughter is is um something that i know like there have been times where i've been like super stressed out mm-hmm. and then like somebody will say something and like at first i'm like are you serious <laughs> but then it's like oh my god you know i just have a good laugh out of nowhere and it breaks that um that that stressful like situation that i'm in or that mindset like if i'm stuck in a thought or something that will break it so it's how laughing is good it's good very good i love to laugh (laughs) it's so funny yeah so um i want to start with an icebreaker with you okay so uh i am going to start with our segment is would you rather so i'm going to give you some options and you have to pick one or the other you can't pick both you have to pick one and if if you're not comfortable with answering one of them you can just say i'd rather not answer and it's okay i'll excuse you i still have <laughs> however i still have to answer okay all right so are you ready for the first question yes let's go <laughs> let's go okay this is kind of like can go deep so would you rather travel back in time to meet your ancestors or travel to the future to meet your descendants wow, that's, that's a hard that's one that's a hard one um <laughs> I think I would go back. You would go back to meet your ancestors? Yeah. And why? Why would you want to meet your ancestors? Because I want to know, like, the history behind where uh-huh. I come from. Like, right. you know, what did, you know, what mm-hmm. my people back then, like, what did they do? What, how did they, you know, evolved and how did we become and how we became together and who we are and, you know, just yeah. be proud of what we, who we are, you know? Right. So... Yeah, I think like because you can go back and trace your ancestors to mm-hmm. a certain point, especially in our culture, because, you know, we're Hispanic or right. Mexican. Um, so for us Mexicans, it is a little bit easier to track. Not like I mean, it just depends how far back you are able to go. And also the information your family provides to you, because if your family's like mine, they give you like you're all kinds of yes you got blood from everywhere yes like french <laughs> spanish and irish and everything in the world right right and then i did my dna test and i was like yeah uh you were wrong about um french and this and that you know it's like i am more mexican than a lot of mexicans <laughs> i'm like you know but but i was able to trace one part back like for me to answer the question I think it would be cool to meet my ancestors. I think it would be cool to see the hardships they went through. But not only that, like, because we can read about some of the hardships, but 
also to see one of mine the, the tribe that i came from was from very strong um they never caved in to wow. to the you know spanish conquerors they didn't cave in and it it and from my understanding is that they were very strong they built their own leadership their own government they ran their stuff the language is now dead it doesn't exist you know but they were warriors they were fighters and for me i felt like um that makes a lot of sense to (laughs) the type of woman that i am yes and just the you know and even the the women in my family and it's just it just explained a lot i was like okay well that makes sense it does make sense it really does yeah so uh i think that is cool but then on the flip side on the descendant it's like (laughs) like do you you would hope that they continue to do better than you you know that's the whole hope but yeah i think we could learn a lot from our ancestors i think we could Um, there are a lot of things that we have you know how they say the more things change the more they stay the same kind of thing and but i feel like too sometimes you just got to go back to the basics and yes. our ancestors lived in the basics mm-hmm. and there was a different um there were different struggles of course but it just seemed like there weren't all these other stressors as bad as they are now but you know that's life we evolve we adjust oh, yeah. yes, <laughs> yes we do so that's cool ancestors that would be i think that'd be dope and i think that would be cool too for some other cultures that aren't able to trace back like that would be awesome like they could go back and meet their ancestors and really know where they came from because i feel like that's an important part of your image i think that i think what's so interesting and what you found out is the language is dead like really yeah. you know mm-hmm. it's like and of course i don't know anything i haven't done the, the ancestry mm-hmm. test or anything like that but i always like i tell you like you were saying like you have like they say you're this and this and that uh-huh. they always say oh there's indian blood in you and there's this yeah. in you and this in you. and i'm like and it's all my my aunts and my uncles they say all of that and i'm like okay. <laughs> if you like, say so where do you hear that from <laughs> exactly, exactly so my mom's like i don't know and i said so we thought about doing that i think my brothers thought about doing that so yeah it's like, i think it's something cool um to do with and there's so many different ones out there so it's pretty cool you should do it yeah i would recommend it i'm gonna do it all right next question would you rather lose all of your money or all of your pictures really you're gonna ask me that question? i'm asking myself the question too and i'm like well damn i don't know i don't know either because i don't want to lose all my money yeah exactly that's <laughs> um i have memories of the picture <laughs> that's exactly what i was thinking i was thinking the same thing i'm like i have memory i know what my pictures are <laughs> pictures i mean i can take more pictures true it's just like all oh, the baby pictures That's and your parents pictures and your lost loved ones pictures yes and stuff but um yeah i i, I can't afford to lose all my money <laughs> exactly exactly okay that's a tough one okay if you could have a superpower would you rather be invisible or would you rather be able to fly <laughs> i would be invisible yeah yeah dang i would i would get in trouble if i was invisible it, it, yeah you would <laughs> yeah you would oh i would i would be in so much trouble. okay I, people would be in trouble i would have a lot of fun with it i would too but you know what you know what yeah it would be fun that would be kind of like because then you can hear like what people are saying and stuff but 
Dang, talk about invasion of privacy. <laughs> exactly. It'll be fun. It'll, I think it would be fun because you can get away with a lot of stuff. But flying, like, I'm always running late and I could get there faster. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm kind of like, hmm, do I want to be invisible or do I want to fly? Oh my God. Yeah, no, I don't want to fly. I'm good. I'll be invisible. <laughs> you know what? That reminds me when I was a kid, I used to have a recurring dream that I could fly all the time. Well, what does that mean? I had a wonderful that i believe i could fly <laughs> i believe i could touch the sky oh, no. i don't know what it means i never thought about it. like i just like i had not thought about that in a long time but i literally believed as a kid i really believed that i could fly my dreams felt so real that i really truly believed that i could fly huh i don't know i just see it like i think there's a freedom in flight you know because <laughs> oh good here Maybe it was just that was like my hope, you know, to be able to do better and get out of where we were, you know, because we grew up like we were poor, grew right. up in the projects and, you know, I would get my ass whooped. Okay. Sometimes it was, you know, deserved, but it was just like, hey, you took it too far. Shit. It's child abuse, y'all. <laughs> Back then, it wasn't, there was no such thing. No, there wasn't. Mm-hmm. You couldn't like tell anybody. You go to school with bruises and shit. Nobody would care. Mm-hmm, they didn't. <laughs> they didn't. You did something it. wrong. Yep. It wasn't their business. Exactly. They were just there to teach you, and that's it. And even them, they would, well, they used to paddle us too. I remember I got yes. paddled in school. Yeah, they did. You know what? That reminds me of this one girl, and I Uh-oh. can't remember her name. And she had lice. Nasty, ugly girl. <laughs> so she lied. They put her in charge one day. The mm-hmm. teacher went, like, to do something. I don't know what it was. And, you know, like, they would just put, like, a person in charge. So she would write names on the board. She wrote my name on the board. And I didn't even do anything. I was sitting there doing my work. And she wrote my name on the board because she didn't like me. And I got paddled. And they didn't believe me because I had gotten in trouble before. But this time I was I telling was, the truth. It was for real. It was for real. You were not lying this time. <laughs> So, whatever your name is, I'm going to remember one day. You ain't shit. <laughs> With, your <All> right. <laughs> With your damn piojos. I hope you got rid of them. Right. <laughs> okay, That's moving right. on. I'm triggered. Okay. okay. Okay, next question. Hey, would you rather be late or be super early? Uh, <laughs> I don't like being late to work. Just to work? Yeah. Everything else? Boop. Yeah, my brother My brother tells me that I run late all the time. I said, I do? He's like, you always run late, like, to family gatherings and yeah. stuff. And I'm like, I guess. So, I don't know. I think, I don't want to be, like, early, early. So, I think I have to be with late. Go with late. I, because I am always late, I would go with being super early. I think that would freak everybody out. So, I'm going to pick super early. And I'm going to work on that. That's going to be one of my goals is to get there early. Which, what do they say? If you're 15 minutes early, then you're on time. Right. So, okay. I can try to be on time then. I can't do it. That will be your goal this week. It's a struggle, though, with the black and brown cultures. Because if you get there on time, they never start on time. Uh -uh. You know what I mean? And then I'm like, well, shit, I could have been doing homework. or I could have been doing this. There's always something I could do. But I'm learning, like, well, just get there on time and... Okay, I have a confession. Oh, God, here we go at the confession. <laughs> if I arrive on time, that probably means that I'm going to leave early because I got other plans. <laughs> so I had to get there on time so that I can be like, you know, I show face, I'm out, okay, bye. Bye, I gotta go. <laughs> oh okay. My God. That's a good one. All right, last question. Would you rather give up your smartphone or your computer? 
I probably have the same on my computer because I'm always because you got to think when you're with your phone you can do whatever you can remote everywhere you know yeah that's I mean true. your computer too but I mean your phone is so lightweight it's so um, it's easier yeah it's convenient yes. you can take it everywhere with you and plug it in and connect to Wi-Fi and or yeah. or it has data but I mean there's some things you can't do on your phone that you need your computer for mm, yeah but. But most of the things you can do on your phone. Mm -hmm. That's crazy. Yep. So I think it's easier if um, that question, I guess, if you look at like for me, sometimes I want to take a break from my phone. Mm -hmm. Like I can walk away from my laptop and not open it and be okay. But with my phone. It's hard. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You and your TikTok videos. Oh, God. (laughs) Procrastinator. (laughs) Yeah, I procrastinated so so bad the last couple weeks that Mm -hmm. I made, like, the dumbest TikTok videos ever. But I don't even care. And I left them up. I don't care. And they're going to stay there. And then it's funny because people will be like, um, will make comments like, um, I think one was something about oh you know i haven't found the right man yet whatever and it was just like you know it's just funny right yeah and some guy like comments and he's like that's because you haven't been dating men you're dating boys and i was like oh okay Uh. sir let me let me guess you're the man that i need to date okay (laughs) oh my god i was like okay (laughs) oh my god i was like if you if you don't know me you don't know that i have a sense of humor you you're gonna get um like if you follow my social media it depends what mood i'm in like i'll share stuff just because i think it's funny yeah it's very and it has nothing to do with anybody at all or anything except that damn this shit is funny it is funny (laughs) it is and people and then you'll get the comments from people that they they're like like that when did you say about the guy yeah you haven't you've been dating (laughs) nothing but boys and not men i'm like that wasn't the whole point. The point I, was it to be funny. That's yeah, it. Gosh. I was like, uh, yeah. hello. Oh yeah, and I was being a bad influence on one of your posts, right? Oh, yeah, you were. I was tempted. I was like, ooh, okay. <laughs> Let me go have a drink instead mm-hmm. of doing homework. But yeah. no, I did just a, um, you know, update. I did do my homework. I got a bad grade on it, but I did. <laughs> okay, look, you know what? Because I try to get A's mm-hmm. and I had a had an A in the class so far. And that grade probably brought me to a B. And then, like, I was stressing so bad that I was like, all right, let me do some calculations. Because my good old friend, Dre, shout Mm -hmm. out Dre, Uh (laughs) said, C's get degrees. So guess what? I am choosing. I only have, like, two weeks left in this class. Okay. So I'm finally choosing, like, I'm not going to get stressed out. (laughs) You're just going to get a C. Um, see, I'm still trying to get a B, but I will be okay with a C because as long as it's a passing grade, I will be okay. I just want to get it over with. Well, it's a class that you said you weren't interested in, right? No, it's crazy. It's just not, I don't understand why. Like it's a marketing class and I get it. I, I, I get the concept. I understand its importance, but for me, it's just not what interests me. Mm. I don't know. Like I'm just. I don't know. I'm learning. Right. You know, I'm learning stuff. I'm just like, okay, cool, cool. You know, like if I wanted to start my own little business, I I, I know like some of the stuff that's involved in doing that, especially right. if I'm going to be selling a product. It was like, dang, there's all these moving parts, right. which that's cool. It's good. You, you need to know that. But it just was, it's just not, 
It was just not. It's just annoying me. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe it's just me. I just been stressed out. I guess. <laughs> I know. Then working and then <clears throat> doing the podcast. Of yeah, it's been a lot. I have been so tempted to just like disappear for a little bit. Oh god. Which uh, just oh, think two I more weeks. Time. Just two more weeks. Yeah, that's where I'm at. I'm at. I like. There's one more writing assignment that I gotta do. They haven't posted. He hasn't posted it yet. But when he does, I need to like jump on it. I got to read some chapters that I already know. And I know I have one more quiz. And then after that, then I have the final exam. I'm actually looking forward to the final exam. I would be too. So next week, um, I got to get through that damn assignment. The last one. So, yeah. So anyways, (laughs) that reminds me of what we are talking about today. Oh, yeah. So we are going to talk about triggers that cause anxiety. Because I feel like it's important. It's something that um, we should think about. And it's it's something that we deal with every day. So where are my little notes? So there are actually triggers um, that cause anxiety. So my first question is going to be, what does anxiety mean? Anxiety, um, <laughs> not having control of mm-hmm. your emotions. Your You start like freaking out like yeah you, you don't have any control so mm-hmm. you start like either shaking and your heart's beating yeah you know so to me like you just lose it on so and it's scary because you have no control so you lose it and mm-hmm. you're like what do i do how do i and handle it, it more more anxiety exactly. more nerves yes and so you're like oh, you know mm-hmm. and then i mean it's just mm-mm. No. yeah so like i i think about my marketing class that's anxiety for me <laughs> but but it makes me feel overwhelmed it makes me feel anxious it makes me feel like so not nervous but uneasy Mm -hmm. where it's like i just feel this anxiety like this anxiousness more anxiousness like i just want to be done with this (laughs) class like i'm so triggered like so yes oh my gosh but yeah so it is something that causes you uneasiness and it's usually a lot of times um has to do with um not knowing what the outcome is going to be right you know so I wanted to talk about those triggers and I'm, I want to share 11 things that trigger anxiety. I'm basing it off of this article that was um, written by Kimberly Holland. And so anyways, it was just something I found on the internet and I thought it was interesting. So of course, you know, there are people that have panic attacks from anxiety, which comes from worry, from fear, from tension. And I have, I felt like I had an anxiety attack last week, like legit felt like, oh my God, I'm dying, y'all, I'm dying. I hate this class. I was like, oh God, okay, so let me get out of my system. What's up? Okay. You did express that. I did. I was like, like I even got a pain in my chest. I was like, I'm having a heart attack. Somebody. Oh my God. Give me my inhaler. I mean, I'm laughing, but God, I felt like I was going to die. And it was that moment, over you did. Being shit class just for one assignment. So these things happen, right? So it's real. Like, yeah, I'm laughing about it. But I seriously, I feel for you if you deal with anxiety because it's just horrible. Especially if you have an anxiety disorder. There are some people, mm-hmm. like for some of us, like for me, for example, me, um, I have moments of anxiety because of worry because of mm-hmm. you know being overwhelmed and just feeling that that tension from deadlines and and work is crazy right now and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that I, I i just have to learn to calm down right you know 
But for someone that has an anxiety disorder, it is totally different. It's it's a combination of genetics, their environment. It could be from, you know, things that happened to them as a kid and stuff like that. So it's different for every single person. So there's like no one like you can't base it like me. I can't compare my anxiety to somebody that I have actually has a disorder. Right. There's no way I can't be like, what you have to do is calm down. Just breathe. You know, take care. Take my inhaler. Because right. <laughs> it's not going to work for it's them. The they same. actually, you know, need like probably medication. I don't know what you need for that. But they're, you know, it's a totally different. So <laughs> I'm just talking about anxiety triggers for those of us that are, you know, deal with the exactly o- yeah. occasional anxiety. You know, so um, one of those things is health issues. That is a trigger for anxiety. So, like, if you get a really bad diagnosis Mm -hmm. or you're told you need surgery, Mm -hmm. you know, something that's incurable, you can get to feel that anxiety because of that. Um, That's my sister right there. Yeah. My sister, she says when she goes to sleep, like, she feels this big old heaviness on her chest. Mm -hmm. So, and she's afraid that, you know, she has those nebulizers. She has everything that they gave her. They even give her medication so she can relax and go yeah. to sleep. But she's a, she feels this heaviness on her chest. And so she, and sometimes she's like, I feel like I can't breathe. Mm-hmm. And so she, she gets scared that if she goes to sleep, she won't wake up. So the anxiety trick, yeah. right, triggers and she's just like, oh my God, what do I do? And she's yeah, like, yeah, I'm yeah. scared and I don't know. And mm-hmm. she's just freaking out. And I'm just like, Danielle, you just need to like, you know, I mean, I can, I can say all that I can say, but I'm not going to understand where she's yeah. coming from, you know? Yeah. And then and then I'll touch on that on the asthma because I take albuterol. So that's going to be our next um, trigger anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, of course, being proactive. But when you get uh, when you have a chronic illness, mm-hmm. it is very difficult because you feel that anxiety. You feel like I'm never going to get better or I'm like your sister. Like, mm-hmm. what if I don't wake up? You start thinking the worst and feeling the worst especially if you go to google and look up whatever diagnosis you got and it's going to give you the worst case scenario mm-hmm. you know it scares you it does no it really does i mean yeah it may be true it's one of the things but it doesn't mean that that has to be your truth and i have caught myself with with um i just recently had gone to the doctor and i was like i've been dealing with this and that and i was like are you sure because a few years a few years ago i got diagnosed with an autoimmune disease mm. right and i don't really talk about it i i just didn't i didn't want to focus on it i don't want that to be i don't want my life to revolve around that right it doesn't do, yeah and my doctor told me um as long as you're not having symptoms you're okay and so i told her a few things that were going on with me and i was concerned about it because i had read you know that there's symptoms from the you know the autoimmune <laughs> And she looked at me and she said, you need to start thinking of how healthy you are. Mm -hmm. Start focusing on how healthy you're going to continue to be. Keep working out. Keep taking your vitamins. Mm -hmm. You're okay. Those could just be like, I was like, and I'm getting these red marks on my nose. She goes, you wear a mask. It's going (laughs) to happen. I was like, but you don't understand. (laughs) I was like, oh. and then she did tell me, and I guess even then I was already dealing with my, you know, just feeling like so stressed out. Right. And she told me, she looked at me, she goes, and another thing, please calm down. You're so stressed out. You yeah. need to stop. Like what, <laughs> what's going on? And she's so funny. Cause she's so like, 
my doctor just really cares about her patients right that's good i'm guessing because if she's like that with me i imagine she's like that with all her patients so that's why i don't get upset when she takes long to see me because she doesn't rush me out but she's also very more on the holistic side she's like okay um here's this yoga music that you can meditate to have you been doing your breathing techniques and i was like no i haven't (laughs) obviously so when she brings it up then i'm sitting there like Keep breathing, hold it. <laughs> Obviously, you're not. You're yeah. Not doing it. So I was like, oh shit, I forgot about my breathing techniques. <laughs> you know, so I can see how health issues does that because I have dealt with some, and um, you just have to be proactive. You know, with with whatever you can. Every diagnosis is different. I mean, you know, like if you get cancer or something, of course, it's a little different. Nowadays, cancer is not a death sentence, you know, depending on what type you have. What type, yeah. Yeah, so just talking with, also with a therapist is is helpful. I think with all of these things, because there's so many emotions involved, you know. Mm-hmm. So the second trigger, or trigger number two, is medications. So mm-hmm. that's what I was saying, The um, like your sister takes, I'm assuming, albuterol. Yeah. And so I take, when I take my albuterol, mm-hmm. it makes your heart beat faster it's opening up your lungs right but like it makes you feel a little restless sometimes so if your sister's taking like a high dosage well yeah it's gonna make her feel restless and she's not gonna be able to sleep you know yeah that's gonna happen <clears throat> so she, and that's why she gets she's afraid to wake up yeah that's why she's like i don't know if i'm gonna wake up and then the anxiety mm-hmm. starts so um so yeah certain um over-the-counter medications can trigger symptoms of anxiety and they can make you feel like that anxiousness, that that um, restless feeling. And it actually listed a couple or, or some medicines that that are a trigger for anxiety. Oh, that's interesting. What are they? Birth control pills. Mm-hmm. Which okay, never heard that. Cough and congestion medications. That yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. me. They make me sleepy. Mm-hmm. Oh no, but like the Sudafed and stuff, right? Don't people use it for drugs? Like they make. Yeah, the, the it has that um, crystal meth or whatever yeah, the hell it has they an make. ingredient. That's why you have to get it over the behind the counter. Behind, yeah, yeah, they used to be over the counter until right. people started making drugs or illegal drugs or whatever. Um, weight loss medications. That one I know for mm-hmm. sure. Weight yes. loss medications. So yeah, but yeah, there are other medications. Like I said, the albuterol. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel restless. So, and then it's you need it. You know, it's like okay, you need to calm down because your breathing is acting up. You feel like. You ran a mile, and now you have to breathe through a straw when you have an asthma attack. That's how it feels. That's the best way I could describe it. Because that's how it was described to me. When my daughter was little, she had it. But as somebody that does have it, like it just feels like like you have a hole in your lungs, and you're just Mm -hmm. not getting your whole breath. So, yeah, medications is a trigger. Um, Trigger number three for anxiety is caffeine, which makes sense because Mm -hmm. it makes you feel... You know, jittering. It, yeah. Mm-hmm. Depending on, I mean, for people, for some people, it does. Right. I guess if you have a coffee that's strong enough, I, I don't have that problem with coffee. Neither do I. But I drink coffee a lot. I do too. So I can drink it all day, and I'll still be. Um, it doesn't do anything. I yeah. still get sleepy. I'm like. Yeah, me too. I like to drink it because I like the way it tastes. Me too. It, it it listed actually said there was a study in 2010, and people with panic disorder and social anxiety disorder were affected by caffeine so of course the fix for for that would be you know cut back on your caffeine intake Mm. where i know that i've had to do that i used to drink like three cups in the morning maybe i still do shit oh my god i don't i drink a lot i have to do that throughout the day not like i just love coffee 
I well, too. I used to have like like two cups in the morning, and then I would have two cups in the afternoon. I got rid of my afternoon coffee. I don't mm-hmm. do it in the afternoon unless I'm like really tired or sometimes I just crave it. Mm-hmm. But other times, no. And I tried to do. <laughs> She's so happy. Oh my god! <laughs> my daughter just walked in. She's like. Showing me her Bucky's blanket. She's a happy. She's a happy girl. I wasn't there too long ago. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, caffeine of course. So if you are taking in a lot of caffeine, you may want to consider decaffeinated coffee and decaffeinated tea. I used to say, "What's the point of decaffeinated coffee?" But you know what? I like. <laughs> I say I like coffee, but maybe I just love creamer sugar with coffee (laughs) that's what i was just gonna say i try to cut back on that because i would get creamer and then i would get uh, Mm -hmm. the sugar and i would put two like teaspoons of sugar i'm like that's a lot yeah so now i cut down to one Mm -hmm. but then i'm like but i have creamer and then i have sugar like that's double sugar (laughs) the flavored creamer yes Mm -hmm. because i buy flavored creamer same you know so so i'm trying my next goal is to not have any sugar at all and then just put the creamer yeah good luck i know more power to you (laughs) i was thinking about quitting coffee but oh my god i don't know i can't i always tell my friends if i ever say i'm quitting coffee like come and check on me make sure i'm all right because i just love coffee that's like my happy place yeah like i would marry coffee it's a comfort it's a comfort (laughs) thing marry coffee it really is you would have no problem i do like i get my coffee and i'm like i love so much coffee (laughs) and i kiss my cup Oh, my mm-hmm. God. I love coffee. Okay. I know. Moving on. <laughs> okay. Anxiety trigger number four is skipping meals. And the reason why is because your blood sugar may drop if you don't eat. I don't know if you've ever been hungry to the point or you haven't eaten where you get like a little bit jittery and stuff. I yeah. Have. And I then, have. of course, your stomach rumbles and you will get triggered and have anxiety. I don't eat breakfast. And this is a bad part because then I'll wait till like maybe one o'clock and I'm like, I just miss lunch, too, you know? Yeah. And then I then I, that's when I'm hungry. And then that's when I overeat. And I'm like, oh, there it goes. You know, mm-hmm. I, that's not when I, you should be like separating all these little meals and snacks. Right. That's yeah. Supposedly yeah. that's how you're supposed to do it. But yes, you are. Yeah, the the best thing to do is if if you are bad about heavy meals, then have some energy. I mean, some bars or something, nuts and yeah, fruit, little like, snacks yeah. that that are gonna or healthy snacks that you can have in you know just handy so that you do not starve yourself. And it's the whole point is like some for some of you you may not understand or know why you're having anxiety, but mm-hmm. it could be that it's your blood sugars dropping and that's your body reacting and you get all jittery. And I've seen people at work get like that where, like for me, I eat my breakfast. I have my coffee, I eat my breakfast. And then lunch, I'll eat it a little bit later, but not to the point where I get jittery. No, I get hangry, so I got to eat. Well, I ain't going to mess with you. <laughs> but that's why, you know, that's why it says like on top of the anxiety, anxiety brings agitation. You'll feel frustrated. So yes, food can affect your mood. So well, definitely. Y'all need I, I to get, eat. Mm-hmm, I get moody. I'm hungry. <laughs> I like to eat. Me too. Okay. Trigger number five is negative thinking because your mind controls a lot of how your body feels. 
So if you're constantly have negative thoughts, then your body's going to feel pretty crappy and you could feel that anxiety, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Especially because we're talking about the unknown. Like when you don't know what's in store for you, what type of future, like if you're stressing over a situation because you don't know how it's going to end up. Right. You'll feel that anxiety. I know. I think that's for me right now. Not so much anxiety, but I, I'm hoping it doesn't become anxiety. But you, I worry, like, what's my future? Do I have enough to retire by the time I, mm-hmm. I'm that age to retire? Because yeah. where I work at, I'm like, okay, what if I find another job? If I decide to leave and go find another job, like, I, I want to stay somewhere where I'm going to be there for a long mm-hmm. time. You don't want to keep, you know, right. skipping jobs a job because you're worrying about your future. Mm-hmm. And you're like, okay, I'm... I'm Am I investing in the right places? Is my 401k really being taken care of? You know, you start right. thinking about that stuff. Yeah. And so you worry. And so I haven't got to the point where it caused the anxiety. I'm not hoping it doesn't, but I mm-hmm. do worry. Yeah, yeah. That's for me too. Like, I think at our age, we have to think like that because we may not have social security. Um, what is it called? Benefits. Benefits. By the time. By, yeah, yeah, by the time we get to retirement age. So that's why we all invest. I mean, I know for me, I invest in my 401k. Mm-hmm. Um, or in my thrift savings plan. And that's a priority. I don't mess with that money. It's there. It stays there. I don't touch it. But I also think about like, okay, what other things can I do to get myself in a place where I will be okay? Where I don't, you know, I don't want to live in poverty in my retirement. I want to be able to enjoy my retirement because I worked hard all my life. Exactly. So yeah, yeah, that's a very serious thing like for people Mm -hmm. to think about. And sometimes some people do feel stuck like at their job, whatever they're doing, because they're afraid to lose that stability mm-hmm. of, you know, because we don't know what the future brings. Exactly. But that's where it comes from. The negative thinking is <clears throat> it's usually like words you say to yourself and things like that. So, yeah, the way you talk to yourself, if you're constantly speaking negative words to yourself or even just thinking them, then, yeah, of course, the anxiety, you're going to be triggered by anxiety and you're going to feel like you are hopeless and and it just causes all kinds of problems. So there is a power in thoughts. Yes, very true. And and one of the things that I always tell people, like, whatever you're thinking, whatever you're saying to self, to yourself, would you say that to someone else? No. And most of the time people say, no, I wouldn't. I would not say what I say to myself. I would not say that to someone else because that's mean. And then it's like, okay, so then why are you saying it to, to yourself? And I'll catch myself, too. Sometimes I'll be, like, so negative, so hard on myself. And then I'll be like, hold on why are you talking to yourself like that? Like, mm-hmm. I'm literally having a conversation with myself. And I'm like, no, girl, get it together. As long as you don't answer yourself. <clears throat> well, I do answer myself oh, sometimes. So I don't care. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, well, y'all hear me every week. So <laughs> if I'm off, y'all know, send help. <laughs> oh, send help. Hurry. All right. Um, stress number or anxiety trigger number six is financial concerns, which we touched on that. Right. Um, so that makes sense. Unexpected bills. You know, will f- bring that fear and triggers of, oh my gosh, what am I going to do? What's going to happen? How am I going to pay? Am I going to lose my house and everything? Anxiety trigger number seven is parties or social events. There are a lot of people that get um, triggered by having to do social events, like go to parties. Mm-hmm. And I know some people that do, like, they have to prepare themselves ahead of time to be able to go to that family gathering or to that friends event. It, it's something good. They're not going. It's not 
like not even a funeral or anything it's actually a celebration but because they're going to be around so many people they just start feeling that anxiety how do they do how do they get prepared though i've always been curious because i'm total opposite like um sometimes it helps if you take somebody with you Mm -hmm. that just you know so you don't feel like you're walking in there by yourself and everybody's staring at you Mm -hmm. um another thing is like you just gotta like face your fears like for me for a while i was getting anxious when i had to go to the gym and it's crazy because i love the gym i loved work i love to work out i I don't now but i mean i do but i don't but i had to stop and think like my 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 therapist had to talk me through it like okay what is it that brings you that anxiety so you really do need that help you know from a therapist to help you work your thoughts out and try to get to the root of the problem like what is actually causing that anxiety Uh well for me it ended up being like I started to realize that all the places that I frequented with my Mm ex-husband caused me anxiety because I was afraid that I was going to see him there or Mm -hmm. it just brought back, you know, memories. memories. And so it was like, oh, so I had to overcome those things. That's exactly what I went through after my uh, my divorce. I was like, I was I had that triggers of anxiety because you're Mm -hmm. like wherever you went or whatever, you were afraid to run into that person. Yeah. You're like panicking. You're yeah. like, oh my yeah, God, yeah. you know? So you, that's something. I don't know how mm-hmm. I overcame that. I think finally I'm just like, you know what? Uh, I'm over it, you know? But I I know it had to take in some steps or something, but I didn't, you know. Yeah, you have to learn coping mechanisms. There's yes. no way. It doesn't just go away. Like, you have to learn how to deal with it, how to face it. And you have to learn how to calm yourself down and understand, like, you're safe, you're okay. But I had to work my thoughts, work my way through, and little by little. Like, if at first all I could do was park in the parking lot, then I went and I parked in the parking lot. Then the next time, you know, I got out of my car. <laughs> yeah, it was progress. And went into the, you know, into the, into the um, what's it called? The, the dressing room, the changing room, whatever. Mm-hmm. And then the next time, okay, I finally went and got a workout done and maybe in the women's section. And then mm-hmm. the next time, okay, now I can go out and do you know the classes or do work out with the rest of the population you, right. you, you feel you belong now you belong yeah so it just took you know took one step at a time but everybody's different it just happens and then too with um the quarantine that we experienced and stuff some people develop that anxiety of being yeah. around people so, i know that i know that caused a lot yeah lot. so people just need to seek therapy and 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 find what coping me- mechanisms work for them there's no like formula to get you out of it like everybody's just different yeah. i think it's good to see a therapist i always tell you know people that are like severely like you know you not you don't even have to be severely like depressed or anything like that but it's good to mm-hmm. get a different um yeah. perspective from somebody you don't know you know a professional they're telling you okay this is what you need to do this is yeah you know, and because they, they studied it exactly. they know what you need exactly they diagnose what you what's going on with you and they can tell you like this is what will help you and this is what i see looking in you know looking from the outside in right this is what i notice this is what i see this is what you need mm-hmm. whereas opposed to you talk to somebody you know a family member a friend well they're emotionally involved with you mm-hmm. so it's hard for them to be able to just see the whole picture and some people can they right. share with you but it's always best to seek that therapy because you if, if you really want to make progress and be open mm-hmm. and not hold anything back and and make make the progress then uh, i would highly recommend a therapist 
So, <clears throat> yep, I totally agree with you, Deb. Yeah. All right. Anxiety trigger number eight is conflict. So, of course, anytime that you have relationship problems, arguments, disagreements, mm. isn't a cause that and that anxiety um, until you learn conflict resolution strategies. That's all. That's that's the only thing. Yeah. Because some people want to brush stuff under the rug. Mm-hmm. Um, I just had a conversation with someone. I was like, hey, have you reached out to so-and-so? And, you know, and my friend was like, well, no, because, you know, I think he's mad at me. So I didn't message him. And I was like, bruh, message him already. Like, come on. That's what people say about you. What? <laughs> what are you talking about? I think she's mad at me. So they won't message me? Yes. <laughs> I don't know what to tell them. No, I'm, but you said that. You're like, I didn't, I'm, I'm not mad. I'm not, not mad at anybody. But, yeah. mm-hmm. but that's the impression you give to everybody, though. I don't oh, know like, why. That I'm mad at them? Not, that I don't not, talk to them? Yeah, like, I don't know. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't know if they're afraid of you. <laughs> I'm harmless. <laughs> no, I know. But you know, remember <laughs> when we talked about that, you were like, I think everybody thinks I'm mad at them or because of my face oh, yeah. or whatever, you know? Yeah, I, you know what? I, I really, I would say that a lot, about, a lot about myself. But honestly, I have a different crowd or different friends. Um, I've made different relationships and like... I stopped saying that about myself because I'm really not like if if I if I really was that type of person that people can't approach or feel like they can't discuss things with me, mm-hmm. then I wouldn't have the relationships that I have now. Right. And I have some good relationships where they're positive. They're honest. Mm-hmm. They call me out on my shit. That's good. And that's, you know what I mean? And, and I do the same. Yeah. And, I, and then we're OK. You know I know. I mean? And that's good. That's good yeah. to have because. And that's good that you have that now, you know, I don't, I don't even, I mean, I never, the, what we were just saying, what I just said, mm-hmm. I never thought that of you, like, Yeah, I think all. I thought of it, I think I thought that of myself probably more than anybody else. <laughs> yeah, you probably did. But no, it's good to have positive relationships, it's, you know, because you don't want to be around toxic people or anything like that, you know? Yeah. So, it's not healthy, it's not good for you. No, now, you know, no, it's not. It'll cause triggers and, of course, the anxiety. Yeah, anxiety trigger number nine is stress. <laughs> I got me. that wrong. <laughs> so daily stressors like traffic jams, that is me. <laughs> uh-huh. That can cause anxiety and can cause you to get like worse and worse about it. Uh-huh. And I've noticed that like this past week, honestly, on, on traffic up and all upset. It's yes. like, yo, V, like every Monday through Friday, there's traffic like this. That's so it, yes what's the problem <laughs> like what are you expecting different ma'am <laughs> it's funny because well just the traffic right now that was the construction they were doing this past week and i was going where i go through work i was like i'd go all the way around I was oh like, yeah frustrated yeah. i was like getting that whole like like you were just saying yeah. about the traffic i was like oh why do people drive like, why is it you know why is that and so yeah. yeah yeah so you have to you know watch out with the stress and a lot of people will um, try to drink when they're stressed out. I've been guilty yes, of that. Like, you drink some alcohol. I, I tell my boss, like, like, it's Monday. I said, I need to drink already. No, oh. I really don't go home and drink, though. But I tell her that and she laughs because, you know, she already knows the stress we go through at work. But, yep. Yeah. Like, I said, I just started Monday and that's it. And look what's happening. And she just laughs at me. Yeah. And stress causes all kinds of problems. Like, it will cause insomnia. That's me. Weight gain. I was yeah, like, oh, weight gain? Too. Oh, let me get some sleep then because I need help. So, of course, treating and preventing the stress is the best way. Like, you cannot change the fact that there's traffic. 
<laughs> you're not, and you can't the change. The only thing you can do is leave earlier. <laughs> and they're not gonna let you leave earlier. No, like leave earlier, like to go to work. Oh, but yeah, but not going coming. home, there's nothing you can you do about do. it. Yeah, yeah, there's nothing you can do. I know I lose sleep over work, and I don't know why. It's gonna be there when you get back. Oh yeah, nothing changes. I won't lose sleep over work. I do. I don't. I do. Once I leave the office, like goodbye. The beginning, I was like that, and then I stopped for a while, uh-huh. and I didn't worry about it. And now that started picking up again, I'm like, oh. And I'm like, why? And I can't sleep. So I started yeah. taking these gummies, like melatonin, uh-huh. to sleep. So that helps me sleep. But then I couldn't stay asleep. Yeah. So then I had to take two. And so that helps me. <laughs> I'm like, ugh. Yeah. The stress will do it. Yeah. So go, you better call your therapist. <laughs> <laughs> it's a job. It's a job. <clears throat> yeah. I know. I'm getting into the busy season. Season is getting pretty bad. But it's like, oh, during the day, it's nonstop. Mm-hmm. Nonstop. So I have to like. Sometimes I'll just walk away from my desk and I'll just take a walk or do my breathing at my desk. No, I just get on my phone. I say 15 minute break. No, we're allowed 15 minute breaks or like, but I just take like a five minute and just get on my phone just to, I get away from my desk or I turn around from my computer mm-hmm. and then I just kind of look through my phone like, okay. Let's. Yeah. So anxiety trigger number 10, public events or performances. If you have to talk to your boss, sometimes you have to do a presentation, podcasting, YouTube videos. Yes. You know, those things can cause stress as well. I mess up all the time. I mess up. I don't I think I do better by myself Mm -hmm. because I when I'm with the group nervous. Yeah. So um, that's me. You you said something else that helped me trying to think what was it again the oh, <laughs> oh um doing i had to do a presentation okay because we do orientations for uh-huh. our program and yeah, the yeah. first time i did it i was nervous and then after a while mm-hmm. i got the hang of it but then one day my boss walks in to hear me and i'm like oh <laughs> <laughs> you froze yes and i froze yeah. and i'm all sweating like, yeah yeah so yeah yeah i i can see that i can see how that happens because when i, I used to do um new hire training and whenever like the you know the people at the top would come in it would you'd feel a little bit more nervous or too like sometimes with the podcasting when you know i'm doing it with a group of other podcasters of course it like if you, you know, stay. <laughs> i was like what are we talking about i just got here and I what are we like, talking about i got you don't worry <laughs> <laughs> yeah so just getting through it and just learning of course if if you have a job or a hobby, like mm-hmm. for us, it's a, a hobby right. where it requires you to talk in front of people um, and, you know, things like that, then you just have to learn how to get over that anxiety, mm-hmm. you know. And then the last trigger we're going to discuss is um, for anxiety is actually personal triggers. So it can be anything. And this is what we talked about in the last two episodes. We talked about a song a place mm-hmm. a smell like i mentioned there were some places i couldn't go to yeah they triggered my anxiety so bad right and there have been some smells too like not necessarily a bad trigger but you know there it could be anything it could be a certain place certain lights mm-hmm. it could be anything that uh, personal triggers will take you to that place of anxiety so mm-hmm. you gotta just be self-aware that was the biggest thing that i feel I'm in that season of my life of that self-awareness has become one of the most important things in my life right feel right you know and how I make myself feel it's like and, and, and that's the most important thing is how it makes you feel yeah, yeah yeah because before it was like I would just brush stuff off and I still catch myself like I had somebody ask me today like how come you don't like tell me what you want like mm-hmm. you know and I'm like I, I'm I'm just 
you know, like I'm okay. Yes. Like I don't need anything specifically. And they're right. like, yeah, but I want to know what you want. And I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, let me tell you. Yeah. But I thought about that. Like it's like, oh, I gotta express what I want more mm-hmm. because I've always been so good at catering to people mm-hmm. and people want to return, you know, the, the favor. favor for yeah. you. Yeah. They want so that. I'm working on it. So those of you that I've done stuff for, like, yeah, go ahead, start doing stuff for me. <laughs> I'm ready to receive. I'm ready to receive. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. So um, I just felt like that was a good topic. And then, of course, it talked about the symptoms of anxiety, which you shared. The Mm. fast heartbeat. You know, some people shake. Muscle tension. That's a big one for Mm -hmm. me. My muscles are tense, like, all the time. And I hate it. Mm. I'm working. I have to do a technique where I start from the top of my head Mm -hmm. all the way down to the soles of my feet. That I have to focus like, okay, I have to tense up my head muscles Mm -hmm. and then relax them. Then I have to tense up my neck muscles, then relax them. Shoulders, arms, all the way down to my feet. How long does that take? Takes a while. Takes a while. But I do it when I'm lying down. Because there was a time where my anxiety was bad. It was when I was going through the divorce. Right. My anxiety was off the chain. Like it was ridiculous Mm -hmm. and so um because i was scared like i don't know what's gonna happen how am i gonna pay my bills i'm gonna be by myself oh my god it was just scary Mm -hmm. it was a scary time in my life and i had all this fear i felt like nobody's gonna want me i'm old (laughs) (laughs) that's not true old lady and it's like hell no i'm a baddie y'all exactly i ain't never been with a baddie so now i'm like what was wrong with you homie it was funny oh you know what that reminds me some guy he was like so you're married just think i was like nope divorced and he's like who would divorce you Uh uh-huh was something wrong with him was he blind or something oh that's funny (laughs) i was like uh i didn't know what to say i was like no what can you say to that i know he was like well then he must be really stupid (laughs) to let you go i was like who are you telling right exactly (laughs) so yeah those things are you know real the the difficulty sleeping concentrating Mm -hmm. which that has been my biggest problem right now okay (laughs) no i'm like a squirrel i'm like squirrel like you know it's like yeah that's why i couldn't go like i tried going back for my master's and i just couldn't do it yeah i couldn't well and i think about the money too it's expensive oh that's it okay yeah (laughs) well you know we'll see we'll see (laughs) i mean i still have some of my because i did start but then i kept some of the school books and (laughs) i can still read them but I just, I don't know. I yeah. just I get distracted. Yeah. Okay, that's cool. Do you have anything that you would share um, or any tips that you have for people that deal with anxiety? Resolve your triggers mm-hmm. and, you know, cope with how to overcome them. Yeah. Because once you, dis- you know, describe the type of anxiety you're going through, the coping, they'll, they'll show you how to cope with it. Because yeah. it's going to be different for everybody. Mm-hmm. It yeah. is. Like, for my sister, it's different from my, my type of anxiety than right. hers, you know? Yeah. I, I feel like I can't help her. Yeah. And, it's, you know, so, but I told her, and so she's thinking about, you know, yeah, I'm going to have to go see a therapist or yeah. something. Yeah. Because it's only going to get worse. It, yeah. it is. Because then she yeah. loses so much sleep. She mm-hmm. has, like, two, three hours of sleep a, a, a night. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you can't function like that. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, that, that would be for me, too. Like, if... Um, you are struggling with it and you feel like you're alone you feel like people don't understand seek that help um you know and of course here we just share 
you know, tips, you know, this was just sharing things that I read in an article and my and our own experiences. These are our own opinions. Mm-hmm. But a therapist can tell you facts and they can teach you different coping me- mechanisms. They can walk you through it. Mm-hmm. I can't walk you through it. No. I can just tell you, hey, this is what I do. I, yeah, this is what <laughs> I do. The breathing that yes. I do and the muscle relaxation that I do. This mm-hmm. is what I do. But it might not work for you. Right. You know, you it's might different. Yeah. You might be so stressed out that it's breathing is not the breathing technique isn't going to work for you and i like i like the fact that your doctor Mm -hmm. talked about she does things more naturally than Mm -hmm. i mean not that i have anything against medication but i just feel like let's try doing the more the natural stuff like Mm -hmm. i am all for that more than i am with medication but i know some people still need the medication for anxiety so Mm -hmm. i'm not saying i'm against it but yeah and that's okay if you need medication that is perfectly okay there's nothing wrong with that right so all right thank you for sharing deb so i have a few more questions for you (laughs) (laughs) to close it up yes okay all right so what would you do if you only had 24 hours to live i would spend it with my family of course Uh my uh, mom and dad siblings Mm -hmm. um of course my boyfriend too it's i guess (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, they always fight me and uh, my boyfriend they always fight yeah they're like brother and sister yeah that's cool Uh, (laughs) yeah and (laughs) definitely them and then god what would i do like i would go crazy like let's go do this let's go i mean Mm -hmm. i can't even think of what i want to do but i know i would like to do a lot of things spontaneously you Mm -hmm. know and I'm trying to think, what can I do in Texas? Like, right. you know, why do you have to stay? Well, yeah, traveling time that'll mm-hmm. take time away. Unless you're traveling with your friends, like, and your family, like right. if you all travel together somewhere. Yeah, that that's how I good. see it. I'm like, hey, let's all go somewhere real yes. quick. And hopefully, they have their passports. Y'all better all work on getting your passports. Exactly. Have them ready. Stay yep. ready so you don't have to get ready. Exactly. I have to go I, get mine. Yeah, I have to ring in mine. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, I I think because um, I've asked this question a few times, like, what would you do if you only had 24 hours to live? And it's like you would really have to be strong enough to get past the fact that you're going to die in 24 hours. Exactly. Because that's so much you want to do. And not only that, you're like, holy shit, I only have 24 hours. Then I'm mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. Like, I'm dead. I'm gone. Y'all. Right. You know, and enjoy it. Make the best of it. Right. So I, I think, think just quality time. Just yeah. it doesn't matter what it is. It's quality time with who you love, your family, and your friends. You know, yeah. do yep. a big party. <laughs> I'm just saying, twenty four hour party. <laughs> yeah, I don't know something. Any, I that mean, way, you don't need there. you don't need any sleep. No, you need to sleep when you right. die. When you die. <laughs> exactly. So that's why you have a big old party. Everybody's there. Yeah. So I think that what we should take away from this question is. You should live every day as if it was your last. Yeah, because exactly. you don't know if it is your last day, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, that just got deep. All right. So, yeah, my not, next question. <laughs> yeah, it's Monday morning. Let's, mm-hmm. let's keep it keep it positive. What's the best ad- best piece of advice you've ever been given? Best advice? Mm-hmm. Um, I think it would come from my mom mm-hmm. saying that uh, I think she puts me like on a pedestal like and i don't see myself that way uh-huh. but she's like a very strong encourager like she goes you're this you're that like uh-huh. she so mm-hmm. she's like you you've done all of this this is the this is what you're capable of yeah so that's the best advice you know because there's so i mean she can list a whole bunch of things that i've uh-huh. done and you i don't see it right mm-hmm. but she sees it and so she brings that out you know like how we say when we're with um with christ or whatever it's like i'm worthy i'm this i'm that right 
so she reminds me like no you're this you've done this you know so uh-huh. you're you're i think that's the best advice like you can accomplish anything because you've already done this there you go you, you can know? accomplish anything because you've already done this much right and i've done things by mm-hmm. myself without mm-hmm. anybody helping me yeah. so that's a big thing you know yeah so anyhow so that's what she tells me yeah and it's true like i tell people that like You've already faced your worst day ever, mm-hmm. you know, on the the situations that you've like, OK, you have overcome every single bad day that you've experienced in your past. Right. You overcame it because here you are. Right. You know, so, yeah, um, I actually I mean, I guess that would count as mine, you know, like just acknowledging the fact that you overcame and you're yes. here. And, and that means that you can continue to overcome. Right. So you'll um, always be in battle, but you'll always overcome them. So. Yeah. I mean, there's some peace in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. The way. Yes. Um, I want to share. I got a I got a fortune cookie today. And I <laughs> hey, let's hear it. It said take one day off from the power position. That's what it said to me. That's awesome. Or that's what it said. You know, and I'm not like big on fortune cookies, but I read that and I was like, damn, that's a good one. I really do. And it was crazy because I just talked to somebody today about that, mm. about always well when i was saying when when they asked me like what is it that you want Mm -hmm. and i was like i'm so used to having to take care of everything Mm -hmm. that (laughs) i I forget to think about what i truly want right you know and it's like i've gotten better at it but Mm -hmm. clearly Mm-hmm. I have kind of lost track of that. So, and then the fortune cookie <laughs> reminded me. Yes. It's like, I'm always having to be in control of everything. I'm always having to take um, the lead mm-hmm. on things. And that's in work. That's mm-hmm. at home. That's just in my life. Like, right. I mean, it's responsibility. You have to, yeah. You know? yeah. But it just feels like I'm always in some type of leadership, no matter what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like to take one day off from mm-hmm. the power position. Yeah so hard because in life i mean we do because like you said we take control we have responsibility we have our our household to take care of we mm-hmm. have work to take care of it's all we're leaders we right. lead in that position you mm-hmm. know those positions so yeah. but just one day just be like yep <laughs> i can't say even what i'm thinking but you know yeah but just okay you know yeah shout out to that fortune cookie whoever wrote it down because exactly <laughs> and, don't do, and don't do anything don't go to work don't like just call in and right. just like okay i'm gonna chill mm-hmm. i'm not gonna do nothing just watch yep, tv just enjoy it. yeah <laughs> i'm not gonna make any decisions that day <laughs> right like everybody's on their own y'all make y'all's own mm-hmm. meal yeah that day i'm just gonna be like <laughs> i don't know i want this want that like right i'm but, just gonna enjoy myself but that's a good question that that person told you like what do you want yeah because i couldn't answer that myself yeah like what do you want and i'm like i know uh, like what do you what do you mean a lot because like you said yeah. you're always doing everything mm-hmm. for everybody else yep. you know yeah and that's something i'm going to talk about too next in may i'm looking forward to that i have a couple people that I'm trying to set up and it's actually men i'm i'm trying to set up some interviews with them because wow. they're single men mm-hmm. they date and it one's from the brown community one's from the black community and just the things that I see them post and say, mm. I'm like, y'all, I need to talk to these guys right here. Yeah. From what I can see, mm. they, they seem pretty solid. So let's um, end with a good vibe. So do you have a quote that you would like to share? 
put yourself first for once. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. That's a good one. Just put yourself for once. Think about what you want out of your life. What's going to make you happy? Like what, you know. Yeah. Like yeah. I told V earlier, right, right now, I said, you know, just take a day off. Don't do nothing. Don't, you right. know, make just. But think about what you want. Because when you think about what you want, you start getting getting an understanding of your life and what you want, mm-hmm. and then you it, everything. So mm-hmm. when you think about that, everything else evolves around it, and yeah. so it becomes. Then you create more of a positive vibe in your mm-hmm. life. Yeah, so. yep, that's true. So. And then you get that satisfaction of actually meeting some of your wants and some of your needs. Exactly. Yep. Instead of like having people try to guess. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And asking like, what makes you happy? You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. That's a good one. Oh, stargaze. But I liked what it said. It said, always believe in the magic of a new beginning. Mm. So I love that because I have had a few new beginnings and they always came from usually some difficult uh, life changing mm-hmm. events. Right. Where I got a new beginning. Mm-hmm. And if I did not believe in new beginnings, I would probably be very miserable. Mm-hmm. So I just when I saw that, I was like, oh, yeah, there is a ma- there is the magic of a new beginning. Yes. So I just wanted to leave people with that. <laughs> yes, believe in that. Believe in new beginnings. Yes, they do exist. definitely. So. Um, so, Deb, do you have any shout outs that you would like to make? Uh, shout out to my, my girl V next to me, of course, because she's brave enough to be doing this podcast. <laughs> But the good thing is you don't have to, you you don't get to see. But um, up a shout out to the Hope and Heels crew, of course. Yeah. Um, my my sisters and stuff like that. They're they're crazy and stuff. But yeah, um, it's funny because we don't ever know what we're gonna do until the last minute sometimes. But that's okay. That's cool. It's always a lot of. Yeah. But I think that's the best, you know. Yeah. And shout out to of course my family, and uh, shout out to of course my boyfriend. I have to because he fights with me a lot. So. Oh gosh. <laughs> I think he loves me. I think he does. Mm-hmm. I think he sees you like that. Yeah. Yeah, but that, I think that's it. So, yeah. Okay, cool. cool. Um, I want to shout, uh, of course, shout you out and thank you, Deborah, for being here and taking time out to, you know, um, answer these questions and just share your life and share your experiences. Mm-hmm. It's not always easy for people to do that. Mm-hmm. But I, I get a lot of feedback from listeners where um, just the little things that we share of our lives they're able to connect and they feel like just like with your YouTube channel, mm-hmm. people are telling you that they feel like they're not alone. Yeah. And I get the same thing and I get it from men and women. So I want to shout out all of my listeners to the men and the women mm-hmm. because it takes courage to be able to admit and acknowledge that you have had trauma, that you do have triggers, you do deal with anxiety yeah. because society like especially well, you know what? For everybody, men yeah. are expected to be able to just deal with things mm-hmm. and get over it. Manhood or something. Right. And the thing is, like, we got to remember men are human just like women are. Right. And right. they may not be as emotional as us, but they still do hurt like us. They still have hearts. They still yes. have emotions. Yes. You know, most of them. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, no, but they do. We're going to start another subject yeah. here. We're going to go off. But I, I love the new beginnings because, like you said, everybody mm-hmm. goes through trials. Yeah. So shout out to all my listeners. Um, to each and every one of you, yeah. And um, also shout out to Cup of Joe with Dre. Mm-hmm. Um, you guys, thanks for always supporting me, always being there for me, checking up on me. They've been checking up on me like every day. And then shout out to Andrea from The Whole Story. 
Um, she's been kicking it with me a lot too. So that's been cool. We mm-hmm. did a dance class last night and we had fun. <laughs> <laughs> we were shaking it, dropping it like it's hot. Yeah. We needed Ben Gay today. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that so no, no, no. Our bodies don't yeah. move the way they used to. <laughs> there are a few other podcasters that um, I have connected with and hopefully I'll be able to um, bring them on. So shout out to all my people. Y'all yes. keep doing what y'all do. And of course, if like always, if you are struggling with um, anxiety, if it's please seek help, please talk to a therapist, please get the help that you need. I know it sounds stressful to even do that, but I promise you it would help you. It will help you in the end. So I will leave you with that. And also remember just again that the magic of new beginnings is possible for you. And it's possible for whatever situation you may be facing and dealing with, there's going to be an end to that season. And then there will be a beginning of a new season, which will hopefully be a better one. So as always, remember, healing is possible. Healing is a process and healing is your responsibility. Mm -hmm. Y'all take care and I'll catch you next week. just like that we wrap up another episode of voice of v don't forget to follow me on instagram under voice of v and the podcast can be streamed on most streaming platforms so be sure to look me up click the add button and you will be notified every week when there is a new episode thanks for the support this is your girl v and i am out